Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have a special guest. Roth is a singer for uh, Primal Fear, but, but I, I came across and fell in love with your voice, like most people. Yeah, about all my history. Yeah, it's been said so much. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I didn't want to... this is 30 years ago with Priest and we're all past it and everybody's yeah. happy that Rob's back. So it's all fine. Tim Ripper owns is a great vocalist and yeah. an amazing singer. He did a great job. He's moving on. He's doing great stuff. So we're all happy, aren't we? We are, and that's why I wanted to say that because to me, being a fan, I'm like, you know what? If that's what people reference, that's it. It's out of the way. I wanted to get it off the top because I'm glad you didn't do it because yeah. I don't think the band would have been where you are. You wouldn't have had this great band that to this day I love. You know. Yeah, cool. So it was it was a great start at the end of at the end of nineties yeah. for Primal Fear. But what's really crazy is, and, and I love the fact with, with the band is you guys started really when kind of the world's going crazy with grunge and everything, and you guys like. There weren't a lot of metal bands. You grew during grunge, whereas a lot of bands were just falling apart. Sean, we never cared. I mean, if you're doing this, you're just it's not about doing... caring. It's just about how no, awesome it's... it is. Yeah, I know what you mean, but you know, we always if you are a creative musician and if you want to do music, you just do what you do, no matter if it's popular at the moment or not. If you like what you do, because basically we like heavy metal. We are mm -hmm. getting boost goosebumps whenever we play and hear it. So it never really affected us what's what's popular at the moment or not. We just keep doing it, you know? Well, it's fantastic. You, you had the success so commercially. A lot of bands were still, there are a lot of bands that made it, pushed through. But gotcha. you guys actually, as a professional commercial level, you guys kept actually growing with commercial success also, not just as pushing through. Because there's a lot of bands over here in the U.S. that push through that are still around. And I give them, you know, Thumbs but up. you're right. It was a difficult time for if you want want to be successful somehow. But you, you know, we just teamed up after all. What happened to us? What happened to me with the, the uh, with the priest uh, yeah. not being a priest and not being in gamma ray anymore? So we just teamed up with five guys, three guys actually at the time from 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 the hometown Esslingen, and uh, we just sat together and said and wrote a demo. Sent it to Japan because they were waiting for me anyway to to receive some music from me. Got a contract right away, and then it was a great start because then also the European uh, companies were really interested to sign us. So it was we were in a good position back in the days. Yeah, pretty pretty amazing how quickly everything happened for you. And it's great. Um, and it's great you guys have stayed together. You know, there's not like a lot of controversy. Just a band it just mm -hmm. puts out albums and tours, which is really great. Um, and the albums continue to get stronger. Your last full length was metal commando 2020 and you just have an ep out but then you also have a re-release uh, right yes exactly that was actually the re-releasing is from atomic fire right now right. we're we're signed to uh, atomic fire now and they do the, those re-releases that might be also the reason why you, you couldn't find it on Spotify anymore, which yeah. I'm not so keen about anyway, because but Spotify, you know, but you have to go with the time. And yeah, anyway, uh, they re-released -re -re it. And yes, we are working on new material right now. Sean. That's what I want to talk about, but I was happy I just, to see that pop up. I was just just closing my door before this interview because I'm collect, collecting like crazy these days. <laughs> How's that working out now? Because so, like I said, the... If people don't know the, the there's a re anniversary issue of the first fantastic album that started all this magic, you know. And if you haven't caught during COVID around the COVID time, the Metal Commando, which is fantastic and has gotten a lot of accolades, it's you know just as strong as the first one. Check that out. But during this whole COVID change, like how did it, did it affect you doing doing Metal Commando, like the touring and stuff? I mean, how did that happen? Because it was a good album, and then all of a sudden, the Thank world you, kind yes. of fell apart. And it was. 
a bummer for everybody of us. I mean, everybody in the genre suffered a lot, and we would just we just booked an American tour back in the days, and it got canceled because of we all know why. Yeah. Um, same reason for other bands, and it was a big bummer. So we never played the album live. We did just did the Metal Hammer Paradise Festival here in northern Germany last weekend, and we played the first song of that album live, which is called Hear Me Calling. Yeah. It was the first time we played that song, and so it, it's how awesome was that, huh? Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, for <laughs> us, is, I mean, it's even older for us than for the fans because we, we released it. For us, those were old songs already. Yeah, you know, I mean, songs never get old, but you know what I mean. So it was really was uh, interesting somehow to play a song live. That is a new actually. You bring up a, you bring up a very good point, uh, Ralph, because a lot of artists that had albums similar to yours out in that time and they didn't get to tour yeah. on it. Hmm. The music as an artist, you're always growing, and so you, this is all you're you're already onto the next piece of music. Of course, you're gonna play your other music because they're like kids or whatever you want to call them, and they, yeah. they, you gather them. But your mind as an artist is you're you're thinking about making your next piece of music. You're ahead yes. of the head, but people that haven't experienced it, it's almost like they're hearing it older older already. So you're already like it's like you missed a weird time time spot to playing it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's a weird thing for a lot of fans and for yeah. for bands as an artist with with that new albums. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So and, and it was a good album. So to, to not get uh, yes, thank legs you. on really, it too. We're really happy. So it's always some for us the effort and also the, the goal is of course to top the last one without somehow being too much under pressure. Because what I said before, if you if you somehow concentrate or focus too much what's going on or what your last effort, how successful that was, you might be in a certain pressure you can't uh, somehow somehow relax to write music anymore so you just write so much stuff so many things and, and if it's released or not it's just really coming free out of your whatever it comes from soul musical soul you just record and sometimes i wish i i had just an interface right here on my brain to connect to my DAW and right record everything which is going on in my brain but that's not happening <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, but uh, hey, we're really, like I said, we're collecting a lot and we're really happy with right, setting everything together and everything is set to record in January, February, ending uh, at the end of March. It's going to be mixed and it's going to be released about August, September next year. So we're really looking forward. Awesome. In between that, are you going to do any dates, maybe like, you know, play out a little bit between the recording of that album and maybe promote this last album live a little bit? Yes. If we committed to, to some festivals, like I said, but you know, the tour is going to happen afterwards, right? We right, release the album, and maybe once here and there, we're going to play a festival or a gig here and there. It also depends on uh, how the market will develop, which right. is still another maybe yeah. not a good thing. What's going on because everybody's holding back money now, right now, and everybody understands why, yeah. But we will see. Let's let's stay positive. Right. Well, one of the things, well, like, you know, if possible, because, you know, when you're in a studio for a period, X amount of period of time and you haven't been playing out a lot, a lot of artists just want to go out and play. They're like, yeah, we'll take a break from, from the studio, yeah. play, get, get some energy, come back in and go back in the studio. You know, yeah, it's that's always, what I mean, it, just to kind of have some yeah. fun. That's the healthy circle. If you're on the road, oh, I want to I want to go back to studio, record. If you're recording, I want to go back live. <laughs> so it's, that's a good thing, which keeps keeps us going somehow. You, you, you do vocal lessons, you do production, you do a lot of voice stuff. And yes. and I, it's one of the things with the show I wanted to push everybody else. I'll have the link to the the band website, and we're excited about the new album. But I also want people to go to your 
uh, the link for your website and mm -hmm. your vocal stuff, which is one of the things I want to talk to in this little short interview today. Like what, what people can get from you, like what, what you're offering now and services. If you could talk about some of that stuff, I think it's fantastic to have a high level vocalist available nowadays. Yes, thank you. Um, I have quite an, an experience right now teaching more longer than 10 years because um, you get feedbacks and you get your lessons learned from, from students and, and from customers. And the good thing is I can somehow deliver my experience and they understand. It's not only about the exercises we do, which was with which we are doing. I mean, first of all, if you don't have intonation, if you don't, if you can't sing, if you can't repeat a melody, you should do something else, you know. But you know, <laughs> and uh, but anyway, I'm I'm doing breath breath techniques. I'm doing uh, scales. Then that, but then, of course, I answer many questions people have, and, and it's it's given them a lot already to answer questions and to understand what I'm doing. And you, you can't just copy paste that into another person because everybody's an, everybody's unique, you know. So what I'm trying to to do is deliver my sensation in the throat and my feelings, what I have from from the support system and so forth. And, and all my experience all over the years from touring and from singing in the studio, which is sometimes two uh, totally, totally different things, because in the studio really going for for uh, somehow more aggressive and more supported uh, yeah. kind of singing in life. You're trying to stay re as relaxed as you can to oh, to somehow go for, for three months, you know, but that's a, that's a different technique, which is still sounding great. And that's what I'm trying to, to deliver to vocalists to somehow play around a little bit with, with registers and uh, with energy. How are you doing it yourself? Keeping it up, I mean, because your voice is not getting any—it's not getting weaker at all. I mean, it's getting stronger. It's like there's only a handful yeah, I mean, of people, and I hate to say Rob Halford is one of them, but there's only a handful of singers that you can go off the top of your head and be like, "Oh, their voice is not wavering at all as they get older," and that's such a great thing. Yes, I mean, it changes for me. Every, I I totally hear and feel the changes, but people don't, and right. I'm happy. I'm still happy. I'm really glad that I'm, I'm still lasting, and that's why I'm also doing my my exercises on my own. So I do my my maintenance uh, things, which is uh, very good. <clears throat> For instance, not harumph like right right now, but sometimes it happens. Anyway, yeah, I'm trying to to stay in shape, not only with the body, also with the with the vocals, uh, because vocal cords are muscles as well, and you got to train them once in a while. So of course, if it's too much when you're touring, you got to also relax them, and to find a counter exercise. Because when you're pushing and pressing, it's a total different thing than the relaxing work. And that's a balance of things. And I'm really happy that uh, I, I still can do it that way. Well, I think people don't think about that. I think it's important that if people are singers, they want to be doing it. Like how, like how often you know, you practice every day? You know, I know some singers go off, they don't, they don't sing at all until the night before. Then they're like, I got with a vocal coach. And I'm talking about professional singers. And it's not a good yeah. or bad thing. It's just different. But yes, for different. your level, Absolutely. it's high. Your, your vocals are I should I actually um I should do more but um but the good thing is while I'm teaching I also I'm also doing these exercises here here and there mm -hmm. I'm listening to my students of course as well but I'm also doing the exercises parallel so this is also help helping me a lot during the week so if you don't do do um, the exercises and do somehow this this stranging and you know you gotta you gotta work with the voice it's a muscle it's a tissue and if you don't use it, it's somehow wearing out and it's getting somehow crispy and it's it's somehow not not really like an old rubber band. It might 
it might snap <laughs> but you got to keep doing uh keep it uh keep it somehow smooth and that's only happening while you're doing good exercise work vocal work with the tools i have as well the bubble bottles and everything <laughs> you and 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 with that, I look at the website. I'm not sure if you do all this. So you also you'll 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 sing on people's music if you find it's right for you. Maybe you know it's not might not be the right song. Or you, people can send you their songs or inquire about you singing, guesting on, on some of their music. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. What is the um, the process of that for you? Or is it something you're like? Well, is it a certain musical standard, or is there just something you you have to just something you like? Do you know what I mean, or do you have yes. like no? It needs to be this level on top of liking it. Yes, somehow yes. You know, well, you know. I'm also happy to help people, even if it's some sometimes not maybe the standard what what I think it should be with primal fear. But but then of course uh, it, it's hard to start uh, somewhere. But of course I have to like the music, I have to like the song, the melody behind it, and uh, yes. So and I help people with my with my voice and maybe also with my name because everything else is also totally. name dropping. You know, <laughs> well, I, I think it's interesting because it puts you in a spot as an artist, because if you just want to be an artist and you're like, yeah, I like the music and I know my voice and my talents are in a different spot and I could help them. And I want to do it and you do it, but it's not the same level, but you're not trying to compete that you're just trying to be put your hand in to, to work with another artist. And people in the other side go, oh, he's just working for a hire. He's just like, you know, like, no, it's just I'm a musician. And I'm trying to work with other musicians. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's it can be a damned if you do and damned if you don't situation. Like if you want, you know what I mean? Unless yeah, you're performing at some certain level and you can't, but then you're like, I just want I don't have to be with this level of musicians. If I just want to help somebody else to a song that I like. Yes. Yes. True. And you know, once again, if the melody is great, if the song is great, why not doing it? And why not helping them? And if they are happy with it, so I'm happy too. I think it's great. I think, and I, I've seen it with other artists too. Cause I'm like, if, if an artist, Likes your music enough, they want to perform on it, and mm -hmm. all all artists get paid. Session music, session people get paid. People working in a studio, everyone has to get paid for their work. So there's nothing wrong with that. We go to work every day and I get paid. You know, so yeah, it's, you exactly. Know. exactly. So there's nothing wrong with that, and it's not that you need the money, but if I see doing the work, to that point, if you're an artist and you want to do it with somebody else for fun, how awesome is that? I mean, I would have loved that. And you know, when you're growing, we imagine growing up like in your eighties, all of a sudden you're like, no one's else going to play with me if they like my music. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. You know. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's kind gotten, of cool. It's gotten a little, yes, yeah, it's, it's gotten a little weird though. Um, I saw on your website. And I don't know if you still do this now. You have a micro a microphone company you're involved with. Yes, but that's that's a long time ago. I still have the microphone back the curtain here, and um, I'm the guy who developed this mic, who built the microphone. He's um, distri distributing thing all around the globe, and also some of my students bought the microphone and are really really happy with it. So it's a it's a really it's a it's a high standard microphone from from Hoy. Mm -hmm. Sorry for for the uh, the plug right now, but anyway. no, no, I'm, I have an analog. I have a, I have a studio background earlier in my life, yeah. and so it's I a saw great that as, as a geek. And, I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and it takes really loud voices. My 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 voice is very loud. I I uh, destroyed one of those Neumann UA forty seven or eighty seven microphones once back in the, in the gamma ray days because of the. Wow. The high power of of voice, um, of the the level of uh, the, the loudness of my voice somehow, but and this Hork microphone really takes a lot of um, a lot of um, volume, and it's uh, also transporting all the frequencies I need. That's awesome. And you're also doing, and you're also you'll also record people, right? And do other yes. recording with them too. I also started mixing now. 
I, I really invested a lot in my studio gear and I started to mix as well because I can consider myself having good ears. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm also you started, full package. Started. How did that happen? Like, also, you started doing obviously being a singer and stuff. I noticed a lot of musicians, and it feels like it's natural as you years of being yeah, in the studio, you learn it. But yeah, because I'm just interested, you know, and it's 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 great to somehow uh, achieve the level of uh, high good productions. I mean, you cannot compare my system here with all all those million dollar consoles in in in, in those big studios, but uh, in the end. If the quality of the signal you're recording is good, there's quite some good stuff you can achieve uh, with uh, mixing and mastering here. Um, you know, I started to do stem mixing, of course, because I never somehow record a drum here in my small, tiny room here. But everything else, I can also record here. And if people send me their stuff, I can mm -hmm. uh, I, I mix stems as well. And so the first customer is already really happy. It's going to be released soon from uh, the guy from Canada, Dave from Immortalizer, he will release his stuff soon. And so to help people with that as well. And that's something you also offer on your website if people reach out to you for that. Yeah. Something, if, you, if you have time or it's the right project, right? It's, um, yeah, the only thing I agree with you, I think the only thing that you can't do at your home studio for people, for everybody is drums. Exactly. Drums need to be in a drum room. Yeah, but anyway, your house. Uh, if, if I get the files, I also yeah. mix the files as well. But yeah, uh, right. we can't record the, the, the drums here. But there's so many good plugins nowadays as well. I mean, I know, I know. right now, Black Friday, you know, they 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 just kill you with all those advertising. So buy this drum, buy this, buy this library, and, and somehow you spend a lot of money. But in the end, for some things, it's worth it. For some, it's just uh, wasted money because you never use some stuff. But um, there's good stuff right now. Also with the drum libraries, which are re being released, and also with the samples being sold, uh, top producers sell their signals and their, their files and samples, drum samples, for instance. And um, only to mention our guy, Jacob Hansen yeah. from, from, from Denmark, He's re he released the drum uh, files and they're sounding amazing, you know, and we're always there recording our drums as well. So, you know, all those things nowadays you can do, but still you have to have some skill. It's not just pushing a knob and then you have a good production, you know. Well, yeah, you have to, yeah, yeah, to be a good ear to begin with um, that most people yeah. just don't. Um, and, and the thing with recording and then you, now the thing with stems and, 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 and all the plugins is you, you've now, we've, everyone else has joined the world of guitar players chasing tone. Now everybody can go down the rabbit hole for thirty hours trying to find that right sound on their computer. <laughs> so oh I just a guitarist with this with this little, you know, yeah. amps, you know. Yeah, true. I think that's the biggest danger uh, of um, getting too lost in into all the sounds that you can do now nowadays. Yeah, know? that's true. I, I got lost today. Well, like five hours, six hours again, but the result is great. <laughs> have you still are you still planning on finding different things like vocally like whether it be plugins or effects that you still find like new and interesting well i have my chain which works for me but it's you know there's never a perfect chain because people are now oh you you buy my chain and you're going to sound like this it's bullshit because right. every vocalist sounds different every signal hardware signal chain is different so you never can somehow well if you buy my software chain you're going to sound like this and that for me that's bullshit i mean it and my work for some people but you know i found on my own chain and i i really tweaked around like crazy mm -hmm. 
which is in the end, uh, the result is that the flat signal is the best. <laughs> so yeah, fine. But anyway, I got my my chain and it works. Good. Well, I, I agree with you. I don't think I think, and it's even harder with with vocalists and human voices to to replicate than like I mean, easiest example that you can copy you can copy a copy a guitar sound right. But how many people have you read that have said, I got to finally like world famous guitar players. I got to play guitar on Eddie Van Halen's rig, and I played it, and it sounded nothing like Eddie Van Halen. Because, because you know, it, not, starts, it starts with thing. playing. You know, the 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 sound starts with the grip around the strings around the neck. That's what right. I always. If you don't, if you if you have fingers like me, <laughs> you can produce quite a good sound, but it's never going to sound like Eddie Van Halen or Tom right. Nowen. So but because that's what the, point. Yeah, yeah, you because can't replicate anybody. You know, yeah. you just can't. And yeah. the voice is even harder as a singer. True. You know? Yes, that's true. It, are you? I mean, you're doing a lot of different stuff. Any chance of you doing a solo album again? Do you like put songs aside? Like actually, you're a writer. Actually, I'm collecting so much stuff, which sometimes maybe here and there would not fit to Primal Fear. So, of course, I got I got stuff, and I'm I'm gonna see what's what's left over when when I'm finished with uh, producing and, and and collecting or or collecting my ideas for the new Primal Fear album. And uh, I totally understand if it's not fitting into the red line of an album. And then it might be a leftover, which is still a good song. Then, yeah. and we'll see what's happened with that. So, but there's no, no talks about it at the moment. No, no really actual things, thoughts behind to release a new right. album. But if you happen to be have a big pile of great songs that you just didn't have a home for, it wouldn't be a bad idea, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Cool. Um, so I guess one of the last question I ask you: So, is songwriting as a band? Has it changed and like how are you doing it now with COVID? Are you guys able to were you guys like doing files to each other before and then mm -hmm. a, a recording writing process or was it just all organic in the studio and then you kind of went home with tapes? It totally changed already before COVID. Everybody, like I said, everybody's got new good systems now at home and everybody's collecting. So but but of course, um for instance, I have several songs where I don't have a middle part. Because mm -hmm. I don't consider myself to to arrange the solo part because I'm not a guitarist, but when I'm composing, I have verse, bridge, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, and then maybe a middle eight breakdown part. But then I don't consider the next task as my task because it's a guitar guitar stuff. So that's why they're also in, involved. And of course, Tom or the other guy sent me files without vocals. Uh, can you find a melody and uh, write the lyrics? So. And also Matt composes a lot and, and he's also composing uh, lyrics and melodies. So it's a teamwork still. But, you know, it's not like we're sitting hours for hours and days and days in the rehearsing studio anymore to collect ideas. Um, sometimes that's a good idea because that's really a raw thing. That's how the first album also happened. Mm -hmm. We collected ideas in the rehearsing studio and we don't want to miss that but times have changed and uh, i think the quality which has been recorded and released is getting better and better and, and that's the reason why we can somehow be really satisfied with the way we are working we're swapping files we are swapping swapping ideas even if we're not uh, sitting together in one room but um, it's it's a good workflow it's happening good i think it depends on the artist some artists need to be around other people to help pull it out of them and some people can have so many ideas and they don't need anybody around them actually it can be a distraction and then the only challenge for them is let me leaving the ego at the door to be open for their ideas to still make it collaborative yes, through online files exactly. and i'm not saying they have ego but you got to really 
flexible exactly ways. what you say i mean i'm really open if everybody i would love to have tom in my room all the time to to write to to play the guitar for my ideas or but then if, if he's not here i'm of course I'm recording it on my own, which is also sounding good, but not as good as Tom, of course. But it's a demo, okay? But anyway, on the record, <laughs> on, the album, on the album, he's gonna play. And uh, but like you say, I'm not that guy. Well, I want to write my song on my own because this is just my, you know. If if, it, if somebody comes in and oh, can we do it here a little bit different or whatever? I'm open for everything, so why not? And also, same for the guys. I mean, if they want me to join in to sing. Uh, and to bring in my ideas for uh, for lyrics and, and and melodies, which is happening a lot right now, uh, everybody's open. We're not narrow minded somehow to somehow not. No, I'm the only guy uh, composing whatever. That's stupid. It's it's great. It's 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 an it's a real it's a big advantage to have in the end five writers. You know that's great. Well, and I think that serves the fact of the band, and I think that's where the strongest artists are. If you look back, the longest lasting, the best continual the continuity of good songs album after album after album is when the band serves the song yeah and it's not people competing for songwriting rights or i'm the guitarist i write this i'm the singer i only sing my lyrics and some singers need to sing their own lyrics because a lot of guys in the band just can't write lyrics or they're, they're not the same thing if you're the vocalist i get that you want to sing your stuff just like a guitar player solo they want to have their stamp on the guitar solo because it's it's their their thing. I, I totally understand that because but, and also Sean, if somebody is not composing a song but but plays a solo or even the drummer drums the parts, he's brought he's bringing his soul into the piece of music. So for me, he's also he's also composer even if he do, did not write uh, the idea behind it. But people are bringing their talent and their soul into the music. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why they are, for me, composers as well, you know? I agree. I think I think, I think there's a lot of times the drummers are more composers that you don't realize what they add to a song. It can be I totally mean, Michael is a great composer. I, don't, I didn't want to say right. that, but Michael... No, no, no. I, I meant just in general, though. You know yeah. I mean? Sometimes drummers can make yeah. a difference in a song. It's true. And it's not, yeah. they, don't, they don't get any credit for writing it. But what yeah. they put in that song, you're like, no one else plays it because it has like a jazz beat to it or it has an old yeah. beat to it and no one else would have heard it that way. But exactly. yet... They don't get credit for what they put into it. Yeah. You know? And that's how it is. This is exciting news with you. We're looking forward to the new album. You guys are doing stuff. Yeah. You know? We're going um, for it. That's awesome. And, and some stuff coming up. I want to encourage people to go over to the website, both websites, the band website and your personal website. Mm -hmm. Check out the reissue because obviously we everyone loves the first album and it's a, it's a fun reissue. Thank you. Obviously, <laughs> Metal Commando is awesome. We'll be looking for the new one. Um, is there anything else you want to share with everybody in case I forgot anything? Yes, Merry Christmas. I mean, it's very early right now. It's four weeks to go, but it's about time to say. And, uh, you know, it's, um, it's been a long time. It's also not only COVID, it's also the, the issue of what we had in the band. And, you know, but we're, everybody's really looking forward when we're starting to go out there again. And first of all, the effort is doing the studio, like I said. And then we are somehow set to go and to rehearse and, and go out there live again. Looking forward to meeting you guys. It's been a long time, almost three years for us now. Wow. So it's about time to go out there again. Excellent. And US states, of course, right? Eventually. I hope so. I can't, I don't know anything, but you know. Hopefully. It's also hopefully another <laughs> story, which is which is um, not only because of COVID, but it was not easy before with all those working visas. Yep. We got to buy. We really literally got to buy them. 
because you got to see a lawyer to to, uh, to get those visas and uh, visas and for a bunch of people who are in the band and also the the technicians and the and the the, the roadies we have that's quite a lot of money before we somehow step our foot on the soil of america that's right and actually let me tell the fans if they have a chance do not say i'll see them next time because it is it's like maybe like five to ten grand per visa to come in this country and then when they tour and mm -hmm. they have their merch if buy it because they're getting taxed on merch after paying visas to get in here also it's very yes. expensive for a band to come over here it so is. it's very important to support artists always yes. support artists but really really important that they're coming over here because they're already paying out of pocket you know Yep. And, it, you know, it, it's a gamble even to break even with, with a whole year worth of work just to come over yep. and see fans. Exactly. I mean, the bands aren't complaining, but just we need to support. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, musicians and bands never been so much whining buddies. But in the end, you know, when you're when you're there and you get your fee, you get your you get your uh, merchandise percentage because you don't get everything everything anyway and then oh. you got still pay a tax on top and city tax and this tax mm -hmm. and this tax what's left in the end you know and that's, well, that's the whole it. thing people yeah. don't realize that and i would say one last thing for you guys buy the shirts because guess what just because they're they, well, it's 30 bucks or it's whatever it doesn't matter because whatever the profit is it's x amount of money used for the shirt and then there's the layers of colors on it then there's the importing then they have to ship it over to shipping tax and then they're dragging it behind the bus so then they're paying gas and dragging it and trying to have the right sizes for the right people. Then they have a merch person doing it. And then the venue's taking money out of that. And then they're still getting taxed on top of that. So you watch that $40 True. just dissipate to like a couple bucks if that. I mean, True. so yes. it's something people are not off the buses eating caviar on these $40 t-shirts. <laughs> You're really just helping the band. It's true. In the mission. And it's just important that people know that and not just, you know, True, think it's a big, a big model. Absolutely. So, I want to thank you. This has been pretty cool. I'm a big fan. John, I want... same here. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you cool. for being on the show, man. I appreciate it. Cool. So see you next time. Yeah, Stay well, healthy. We'll have you back.